We're going to Florida, we're going to Florida, we're going to Florida. Boom, shakalakalak, boom, shakalakalak, we're going to Florida, we're going to Florida. Boom, shakalakalak, boom, shakalakalak. Hello, Mother Hobbit. <laughs> Hello again. How are you? Are you? I'm pleasantly uh, relaxed. <laughs> um, we've just done a, a Clerks episode of that Kevin Smith View Askew Review, and we just thought while we're sitting here, we'll just put a little quick episode of Hell Hath No Fury, like 30. Yeah. Well, um, we haven't talked about the obvious, so we thought it was... Um, time obviously we spoke we spoke about it on um that universal podcast the other day with mr ripples uh yeah. you went there way craig you were busy working away no that was on that episode was you? Oh, <laughs> yeah jesus there's so many shows that i have no idea what's what i didn't yes, speak of course you were. yeah ne- well no one did did they really no i just listened <laughs> to chris to be honest um when when we're lucky enough to get him back on because he's busy 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 he's he is one of the team, but you know, yeah, we just, um, he has his own projects. He's the Jim Hill of horror. <laughs> yeah, he really is. So, Plus, he's a, a fairly new dad as well. His little yeah. one's not that old, so, um, and obviously his day job as well. Yeah. So he he's, is a busy, busy man. So we tie him down when we can. Yeah. God love him. He's gorgeous, isn't he? Well, no one knows. We've never seen him. We've actually never seen him. All the rest of us have met. Imagine if when you turned him, you tapped him on the shoulder and he turned round, he had no face. <laughs> if he was Jack the Clown. I'm just fucking scared of myself now. <laughs> um, so the last time we recorded, um, was a few weeks ago, and it was a movie yeah. review, and it was The Creature from the Black Lagoon, wasn't it? That was the first one, and then we released. After that, we released the 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 Guillermo del Toro film that you oh. picked. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We Stories did. Telling the dark was oh, it? Oh, Fa- Phantom of the Opera as well. We watched Phantom of the Opera. Well. Phantom of the Opera was last year. Phantom yeah. of the Opera and um, and Stories to Tell in the Dark. Yeah, and the next one we're doing is um, the Invisible Man original. Yeah, and that horrible fucking scary clown one. That you picked. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I've got all my curtains open now. It's pitch black outside. If a fucking clown comes up to that window, I am gone. Uh, I, I haven't ordered one. <laughs> um, As I tap my phone. Oh God. Clowns are us. Shit. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Halloween Hot Nights was officially finally cancelled. In between our two episodes, as we said it would be. Yeah. <laughs> we is, literally said it. It was hilarious, that. Yeah. And we didn't want to rush to put an episode no. out, because what is there really to say? Yeah. 
you know. I mean, obviously, we're sad. We we were already sad as it was that we weren't going. Yeah. Um, then we were made sad by the fact that there was so much merchandise that they released before the cancellation <laughs> that we couldn't get. Um, then the cancellation came. Um, so yeah, it was a it was a bit of a triple triple whammy for us, but in some ways it made us feel a bit better because we'd already cancelled. Yeah, I mean, my my holiday is in thirty odd days. Yeah, <laughs> I still haven't been able to contact Virgin because I'm not prepared to sit on a phone for hours. Yeah, um, I've started. You know, I had some dialogue back often, but it was just a pre-typed thing yeah. automated off a bot saying yeah. 21 days we'll contact you. Yeah. Whereas I'm still waiting. I I can't claim anything at the moment. With British Airways, they're still saying only until the end of September that you can claim two at the moment. So I'm still waiting. Yeah. I've got another, probably another two or three weeks before they, they update that again. And I can get my money back. But as I've said previously, I only paid a deposit, so it's not a, a massive thing for me at the moment. No, I mean it is sad that the event is gone. Yeah. It's it's very sad because he like Chris was telling us on uh, that Universal podcast that even after the cancellation, scare actors were getting letters to say, You've been taken on. Yeah. You know, so it must have been a real quick decision. Yeah, it did. It just seemed like that they were they were really on a knife edge about what they were doing. Um, obviously, we mentioned on the last couple of episodes that that Hollywood was already already done. We knew it wasn't happening. They were pulling things down. Yeah. Um. So that was an obvious, and the, and the announcement was a joint announcement that they were both cancelled. Um. So yeah, it, it was a, a knock-on effect. It did seem it seemed to have affected quite a lot of people. I think I think we can all understand that it's it's the right thing to do. Uh, the levels of COVID infections are still high in in Florida yeah. and in California. California still on a massive lockdown um, of certain things. Their theme parks still haven't opened at all. Um, they currently only have Downtown Disney and. Uh, City Walk at Universal open. Um, Knott's Berry Farm has opened. Part of its theme park, it's not operating rides or anything. It's got a bit of a food festival going on. That's that's it in terms of theme parks opening in California. So Hollywood wasn't a massive surprise. Whereas obviously Orlando, they are running a theme park at the moment and have decided to concentrate on operating that correctly um, above trying to, to make more money which clearly they need at the moment. Well, I mean, and then they announce the ride closures. Yeah. And they're not all knock-em-dead amazing rides. They're just no. rides that would have took people out of um, out of the queues. and the, the ones I can understand are the ones that have got live actors in them. Yeah. I can understand why they've done that. It's on top of the fact that it's difficult to operate attractions that have got people in them when you're having to keep a safe distance. Yeah. Um, and that it's saving the money by not having to have those actors. Um, as Chris said, they aren't um, 
they aren't attached to the Actors Guild um, in that way they're not part of equity so they are cast members rather than or team members as I should say for, for Universal um, so Universal can do with them what they want they don't have to be there as, as actors so they can move them the two that surprised me are the ones that haven't got live actors that are flat rides Yeah, I find that a really bizarre decision to close Kudos and Kang and um, Stormforce, I, ju- I don't understand the decisions on that at uh, all. They're, they're both, I mean, Stormforce has got a, a roof on it, but it's basically open air. Yeah. You know, there's no sides on it. Um, it can only be staffing levels, maybe, I don't know. Yeah. It, it, otherwise, it, it just doesn't make sense that you would close those two attractions that you can put 30 to 40 people on at a time. Yeah. I mean, I know Disney is diff. Well, I think Disney is different. We've all been there in the queue when Disney do a, a cast member swap over. Um, and it's like they, they come with a piece of paper, like a little chitty. And the person will hand it over and that person will there. And that, that's where the, the next person has to go. So they yeah. might... They're not all working on one ride all day, basically. I don't know how it is at Universal. No. You know, I don't, you don't know. You don't spend that much time around the attractions at Universal because it's quite... There's large spaces spaces between attractions at yeah. Universal, so you don't tend to stick around an attraction for too long. You kind of do one and then you move on, whereas you'll go from attraction to attraction at Disney because they are right next to each other and, and you see these changes happen yeah. because you're moving around. Whereas Universal, I don't think you do as much, unless you're at Halloween Horror Nights when you see the cast member, the cast change over, like we did a few few times last year. Yeah, so I, I don't know if it's to do with trying to stop cross-contamination of team members you know, try and keep them in bubbles a little bit more. I don't know. You know, is it the checking of the seatbelts? Yeah. Going me, people have pointed out to, to us that maybe oh, they're, they're just going to close them permanently. I look at them and I go, they're not going to close Fast and the Furious yet. No. It's no only chance. been open 18 months. They're not going to close Kudos and Kang because it's a kid's one and it's part of a land. Yeah. No and chance. it was built specifically for that land. Yeah. I'm not going to get rid of that. It's actually quite a fun little ride. We had great fun on it. Yeah. <laughs> Us four big Gro- idiots. Yeah, four grown men. But I think we were the only ones on it, maybe. But I think there was like a family on the other side, possibly. But but that was early in the morning, though. We went on that. That was one of the first attractions we went on that morning. Yeah. So it's not a surprise that it was it was quiet. I just I don't. It's just the one of the one, certainly that's the biggest one that I don't understand why it's closed. Well, you stick an elephant on it instead of a flying saucer, and yeah. you've got two hour waits because yeah. it's a rite of or passage. Or a camel. Yeah. You know, it's it just bonkers. It baffles me. There's hardly yeah. ever a queue there. But I mean, we're getting the impression that Universal's running at about 10% at the moment. Yeah. And that is catastrophic for that business. Yeah, massive. And and we'll bring it up. Epic Universe is no more. Yeah. It's not coming. It's it's like today, something that we've talked about between us, not 
really on the show, we, we kind of mentioned it the other night, um, that uh, Nintendo's going where it was originally planned now because there's no way they can scrap it. It's no. such a massive deal. It had to go somewhere. So it's going in the kids' area at the back of the park. Yeah. Because that's oh. the only place they can put it. But well, that- yeah, Universal is struggling massively. I remember, I think it was 2017. They've had it's so long that they've had this deal signed, isn't it? Yeah. Um, in the summer, I think it, I want to say, because I was we were there with Carla and Phil, and one of the cast members or team members said to me, "Oh, this is the last time." Or it might have been the Halloween Horror Nights I went to with Stuart, maybe. Or that one might have been a Nick one. I can't. That remember. was that was Nick. Or that was. was- it- yeah, Nick was 2017. And he basically said, this this land is shutting now um, yeah. for redevelopment for the Nintendo land going in. And it, it never happened because obviously Epic Universe come along. So they've, yeah. they've, they've obviously just pulled them plans out of the bottom drawer and said, dusted them off. You yeah. know, does this put ET under threat? I don't, I don't know. It's very close. That's for sure. Um, I don't know what they'll do. Technically, ET is part of the kids' zone. Um, it's classed as that. I don't know what they'll do. I hope it's not, because I don't want to see all the original attractions gone. Yeah. It'll be a very sad day if it does, because it'll be the last one in either of the parks that survived. I mean, we've got kids, young kids in the family, so... I mean, this time, 17, 17 years ago, this time last year, this day last year, 17 of us were at Universal. And yeah. we spent a lot of time in Kid Zone because yeah. of the splash area. The kids were running around, you know, cooling down. The adults were all taking on liquid. And yeah. it's a cracking little land. And every theme park needs a little place like that where your kids can go and just like zone out for a couple of minutes, you know, half yeah, an hour and, or and whatever. And the worrying thing is it's, it's going to be replaced by one attraction because there's no way that they can fit more than Mario Kart in there. So it's, it's a very dumbed down version then, isn't it? Yeah. And Nintendo just doesn't interest me at all. It, it's not massive for me either. I was, a, I was a Sega guy growing up. I was a Sonic, Sonic boy. Yeah, I um, was. So Mario's never really grabbed my attention. Though saying that, my my son absolutely loves... He, ha- he hasn't got one yet, but he's getting one for Christmas. Desperate for a Nintendo Switch. Good. So by the time that goes in, he'll love it. But for me, it's, it's it was probably the land that I was least looking forward to in Epic Universe. I mean, touch points. Let's talk about COVID touch points. Yeah. In Nintendo, it was all going to be punching bricks and, and you know, yeah. interactive. Which is why they've not opened it in, in Japan. Yeah. It's sat there ready to go. And they can't open it because of what's happened. So what what are they going to do in Orlando? God knows. No touch points. And, and we're not going to see it for three or four years. Oh, yeah. Because they're not going to start doing it now. It won't so, start until next year, so and they've got a flat in it. <laughs> and 
they need space in the parks. Yeah. Because at some point, you know, we will get on top of this. We will start to bring the numbers down. We will get a vaccination. But until then, they've got to run at this reduced capacity and have as much space as they can. I mean, just thinking about how they were going to get Halloween Horror Nights 30 done safely, it just beggars belief. Yeah. They, um, they must have known that it was it was written in, on the cards that they, were, they weren't going to be able to run it. And I, I just don't know why they didn't take that decision just to go, do you know what, let's just stop now. We, I mean, me and Stuart, um, I think it was the day you had gone to Star Wars. Me, Stuart, Rebecca, and Air Mate got in the um, Stay and Scream queue for Ghostbusters. Yeah. And it was human soup. Yeah. It was red hot. It was in the New York streets. There was no shade whatsoever. Um you were all just corralled into this one area and it was for the two hours. I think it was Ghostbusters and Stranger Things, I want to say. And you could do one or the other. You, you couldn't yeah. get both done. And we went for the Ghostbusters one and it was stifling and people were ringing wet with sweat. And you've got to, you've, how do you corral that many people when you've got COVID and social distancing? And then, me personally, part of Halloween Horror Nights is going through the houses and touching stuff. Yeah. Interacting with the, you know, you're not supposed to technically, but I I was one of the people who, and one of the many people who touched stuff because a lot of the, the sets were worn away. Um, yeah. But how how do you do that? You know, you were going it was to... The, the talk that they were going to put, put actors behind plexiglass... Yeah. Well, how do you get the scares if they're so far back you can't even hardly see them? Exactly. It, and these big warehouses full of... I know they had air conditioning and all that because some of them were freezing. But, you know, there's, there's not enough evidence that air conditioning isn't, you know, spreading this yeah. around confined spaces. But, you know, it's because it's such a new... Um, disease it's literally like six months old or whatever eight months old now still you know i I was listening to radio 2 yesterday bbc radio 2 um vine whatever his name is a big debate with all these specialists about air conditioning and recycling air yeah is is it is it infecting people is it not infecting people is it safe is it not safe i'm not equipped to say but going through them houses you're all hot and sweaty. You know, the queues yeah. would have been... How do you limit the number of people? Exactly. You Unless know, you literally make people go a certain way around the park. Yeah. And then the poor scare actors would have to, have to be staying. Again, I don't know how, how the shift patterns work. If you're in a team, are you in that team forever? You know, because when you were doing a, a, a cast swap... Is that yeah. but you know is that team of ten actors or twelve actors are they all together all shift ever forever all through Halloween Horror Nights? You know when they're going into their location, does it have to be cleaned down? 
when yeah, I go into exactly. my when I go into my workspace, I have to clean it down before I can carry out my job. Yeah, so, I, it just wouldn't have worked in any way, shape, or form. Sadly, it would have been a very poor experience. Yeah, as much as the experience is lessened in the theme parks as they are, that that would have, you would have been paying for maybe ten percent of what you would expect. Halloween Horror Nights. I mean, and, and Chris told us the other day that theme park tickets of Universal have lowered the prices. Yeah. Because it is such a dumbed-down experience going to parks yeah. now. And if I was a local, I would go to parks. Yeah. You know, I'm not here to judge anybody for going to parks. If that, if Universal Orlando was my local park, I'd be going. Yeah, because Exactly. You don't. Uh, what I love is watching the vlogs where they don't even go on rides. Some of them, you, no. They just go in and have a freaking hot dog. Yeah. Well, <laughs> let's just say we're we're talking about Tim because yeah. I've watched it as well, and and I get it. I I exactly understand what what he's doing. I can understand why he doesn't want to go in places. He, he goes on the occasional ride, one that is outside. Yeah. Um. I I totally get why he's doing that and it's his job it's so his livelihood yeah if, yeah if he can if he can get away with doing that and, and living healthily he's got a, a young child um i i totally understand why he's doing it the way he is and in fact i've loved his last couple of episodes because he's he's actually going into depth with things like he's, he's going and finding a little space to sit in yeah and, talking about what used to be there and things like that, which is something he doesn't normally do. And it's kind of made, forced him into doing something different, which, and, is, which is good. And we're also watching him grow a little bit in, in getting a bit more confidence. So he really agonised the other day whether to go into the Halloween Horror Nights um, shop. Yeah. And he, he went in eventually. Yeah. But you could see him squirming. He wasn't happy. Yeah. It's like the uh, the hot dog episode where he finally got his episode. And he was like, I've just got a hot dog. I've got nothing on it because I didn't want to stay in there. <laughs> <laughs> I came out and I went, oh, I've got no condiments on it. And then he went, maybe next time I'll bring my own. Yeah. And I was like, okay, Tim, that, that might be a little bit too far. But I I'm sure you could have been in there for another 30 seconds to put some mustard on your hot dog. But, but I, I know where he's coming from because I've yeah. got the same anxieties as him. Yeah. And you know. and I can't I can't blame him for it. I haven't been in a proper shop for two and a half months now. Wow. Once food shopping was being delivered again with yeah. no problems. I've had no reason to go into a supermarket at all. I'll go into I've been into a couple of small shops like a farm shop or something like that, but big shops. No, and and I was wearing masks anyway. Yeah. Um. Even before they told us we had to, I would go into a shop wearing a mask anyway. Yeah. Um. I'm, I'm. I love mask wearing. It's like a comfort blanket now. <laughs> I've got to order some more because I am actually going to a theme park next month, so I need to order some more. Oh, where are you going? I'm going to Paris. <gasps> so. Um, I had that booked way before it was meant to be race weekend. I'd already bought my train and everything, um, and now it's open again. 
I am uh, crossing the streams. I'm now a dual annual pass holder. Oh. Universal and Disneyland Paris. So, I've crossed the streams. Oh, that'll be interesting, that. Yeah. It's it's just such a weird time to be going to theme parks. Yeah. I mean, we've had, um, I think Stuart's, uh, Rebecca went to Alton Towers the other week, and it was deserted in the morning. Yeah. But then in the afternoon, it got very busy very quickly. Well, Alton Towers is my local. I can get there in 45 minutes. Well, she panicked yeah. and fucking... But I've not been there for three, three four years. I've not yeah. been there since Smiler crashed. That's a fucking horrible ride, that mate. Yeah. I've never been on it. I refuse to go on it. I hate even it. Even before it crashed. It's just not a pleasurable experience. No. Should we have a quick look at the map? Yeah, let's have a look at the map. But this is the, the final map um, that was published, the, the rumoured map of what was going to be there. And hopefully, we'll talk about it because it was... We had mixed feelings about it, I think we would say. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I'm looking at it again now. And if it's... Who, who produces these? It's um, uh, maybe give them... Uh, a little, Horror Night Nightmares. Yeah, give them a little thank you. Yeah. Um, version 3.5 we've got. So I presume that's the last one. Yeah. Um. A, Universal Monsters, The Brides. Yeah. Um, it's not one of the strongest characters uh, or, or char group of characters. I would assume it meant Frankenstein's Bride and I would also imagine it means um, The Brides of Dracula as well. Yeah. Thrown in there. Um, it... While we enjoyed the performances of The Bride of Frankenstein last year, does it hold up for a whole house? Hmm. Especially with it being an anniversary. Yeah, it's a strange one. It, I mean, she's in her own film for about 40 seconds at the end. Yeah, exactly. Um, Not the strongest character in the world. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, see, now that was my favourite out of the three headliners when we had Freddie Jason and, and Leatherface. Leatherface was actually my favourite house. Um, so I would have taken saying that again. Um, I think he's a scary character. I've never seen the original and I've never seen the reboot. <laughs> I've seen the original. I saw the really dreadful sequel um, when they turned him into uh, a mental patient, like one that hadn't grown up, like yeah. he was still about 11 or 12. Um, that was awful. First one's great. But as I said, the character really lends itself to this these house, the house situation. Mm. He's big and lumbering and he fills the corridor. Maybe um, you need to watch it then. Yeah, it, the first one is a very good film. Um, a really good horror and it's not a surprise that it became a classic like it has. Um, but yeah, when you're in a house with him and he comes lumbering out into the corridor, yeah, he literally fills the corridor. Um, and he coughs on you. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't matter though, because he's wearing someone else's face. Oh well, uh, he's got the best mask ever. Yeah. So. Uh, bedtime so, stories. Yeah, I wouldn't have minded that one. 
bedtime stories the tooth fairy this is the in-house one the first of the in-house yeah. houses um what can we say don't really know a lot the tooth fairy has been portrayed as a scary character previously um in places um until you know what the storyline is you can't really say much can you that's just loads of people getting the teeth taken out without any anesthetic yeah. in it yeah exactly Mm, uh, horror night icons well we all know that probably would have been great yeah um, i'd never managed to to go to one that's had one of their own icons i'm still sad about that hopefully that one might carry over till next year well i mean it would have been a room based room boom you know yeah they would have all had their own little chance to shine and then yeah uh, a big mass fucking hysteria at the end, no doubt. Yeah. Well, I would have chat myself. You would have sat down. Yeah. Nick, Nick would have said no, thank you. No, thank you. Um, the anniversary house. Okay, again, <laughs> not a lot you could say, is there really to that? Well, I would have assumed that the the icons would have been the anniversary house, but yeah, exactly. I, I don't know. I mean, I am not down with Halloween Horror Nights um, history. So I don't know what, you know, there's a better podcast out there. You'll know more about what potentially would have been in that house than yeah. me and you. I don't. I we're, we're all about feelings rather than facts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like that. Pumpkin original. Is that not Ryan's order from um, Starbucks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does, it does sound like that. We've seen pumpkins done over and over again at Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah, you've got That's a job lot of them. Yeah, it's not something new, so meh. Yeah, Mannequin Theatre. Now, I would assume that was kind of a follow-on to last year's Scare Zone. Yeah. The, the plastic surgery one. It feels like that, that would have been a... A good follow-up and it's not a surprise a lot of years we find that they do houses based on scare zones from previous Ma years it's not the first time and mannequins are fantastic because you can have hundreds of them yeah and then you've got a few actors dotted around you know yeah i'd, I'd quite like that and uh, the haunting of hill house i like the tv series yeah i'm not sure it sells itself as a Halloween Horror Nights. The certain scenes, it like I I know a Mister Riffles has been watching the series because he put it out on Twitter today. Yeah. Um, and it is got a few jump scares in it. Yeah. That's about it, but it's yeah. well worth a house. Um, it would have lent itself to a house quite easily. And, uh, and I think Mr. Ripples mentioned the other day as to the reasons behind why it is a house. Yeah. Um, it's because they are working with Netflix to have a permanent home for Stranger Things somewhere. Makes sense, doesn't it? It does. In the same way that they did The Walking Dead, I do wonder whether that might be what happens is that Stranger Things moves into The Walking Dead attraction at Hollywood. Yeah. Now that that's closed. Uh, Beetlejuice. I think we can both say this was the one that we were most looking forward to. Definitely. After last year's great attempt at Ghostbusters. Yeah. Uh, more 80s comedy horror. 
at Halloween Horror Nights is is a big one for me. When I think the it's last, a great way to go. When was the last time you watched it? Not long ago. It can only be five or six years ago. Right. Well, I think after the Invisible Man and the Clown one, we watched Beetlejuice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I haven't seen it for 20 odd years. Yeah. So I've got a lot of rose tinted spectacles on about this. I think it's one of Tim Burton's best. Yeah. It's up there with, with Batman and what else would I put? Edward Scissorhands. All in that, that same era are probably three of his best. Though some of his later ones, I quite like Sweeney Todd as well. Nightmare Before, before Christmas. Yeah, but he didn't direct that. Ah, right, okay. He he created it and, and wrote it, and then someone else directed it for him. Now, Beetlejuice 2, is that ever? It's been rumoured for a long time. Um, a, there was a script called Beetlejuice on Vacation. Yeah. Um, which, again, was another one of those ones, because it was a Warner Brothers film. Um, they gave him the option of doing that or Batman Returns. And he picked Batman Returns. Don't. Um, then that was followed up by, he was offered Batman, uh, Batman Forever was the next one, wasn't it? Or Superman. And he took Superman. That mm-hmm. got canned days before it was due to film. Um, with Nicolas Cage. What? Superman. <laughs> Did you not know that? I don't know. This is Kevin Smith, isn't it? Kevin Smith wrote the script for it, yes. And so, he was given the choice between Superman and a third Batman movie, and he picked Superman. What was he going to be in the, in the Superman movie? Who? Nick Cage. Nick Cage was going to be Superman. No, um, the other fella? Tim Burton. No, Tim Burton. Oh. We're going to direct it. Oh, he, that, he would have been, that would have been something fucking weird, that. Oh, yeah. Has he ever put oh, the script out? No. Um, the only thing he talks about is that the producer um, told him he had to write a big mechanical spider into the, the final battle. Oh. Um, there'd never been a mechanical spider in Superman at any point. Kevin Smith did it, and then, of course, the film got canned. The next film that uh, the same guy produced was Wild Wild West. What mechanical was the spider. In Wild Wild West, it was a mechanical spider. Oh, man. So he was obsessed with the mechanical spider. But I will find you a picture of Nicolas Cage as Superman. I'm not being funny, right? But Superman versus a mechanical spider, are you having a laugh? <laughs> You just fucking look at it with his laser eyes and chop it in half. <laughs> exactly. It didn't make a lot of sense. Um, um, what about Billie Eilish then as the last house? We've talked about this before, and don't get me wrong, I like her music and I think it would have fitted, but it wouldn't have been something that I would have picked. I, I think done right. If you've got your headphones on and you're listening to that music with your eyes shut... It fucking shakes your bones. Yeah. And I think whether it was a bit of original stuff or just a reworking of her hits, 
I think it could have, you know, because if you watch some of their music videos, they're quite dark. Yeah. I think they could have been really, really yeah. good. Yeah, I, I'm sure I would have enjoyed it. As I said, I, I enjoy music. It just wouldn't have been, it wasn't an obvious thing. Yeah. Um, but then other ones haven't been obvious either. Um, the likes of um, Slash and Alice Cooper out in, in Hollywood. You wouldn't imagine that they were massive fans of theme parks, but by all accounts, they are. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it would have been an interesting one. I would have in, enjoyed it. It would have been. I would imagine it would have had good visuals that you wouldn't have expected because it's it, there is no platform for it. You just you don't know what they're going to give you. What about scare zones? There, there was nothing scare zone wise. Um, On here, he's got creep show. Yeah, which is um, obviously again something that Chris has spoken about with the reboot. Yeah. that came along um, over the last couple of years. Um, that had been talked about for a while, that that was going to pop up at some point. Is that the, the Shudder TV series yeah. that I've yeah. watched and was extremely good? Yeah. Extremely good. I got Shudder for free for a month or, yeah. or two weeks or whatever to Amazon Prime. Um, yeah, it's worth getting the free just to watch that. Yeah. And then Academy of Villains, really? Ooh. We didn't go and see it last year. No. It was the one thing we didn't do. Could, couldn't think of anything worse. No, we we had no interest. With with only having like four nights, Yeah. You, there's other things that you want to do. Despite the fact that you're repeating those mazes over and over again, there's things that you don't see the first time around and, and stuff like that. You just keep picking up new things. So we just... We didn't feel we had the time to to go and waste on a twenty twenty five minute dance show. Yeah, it just doesn't do it for me. To be fair, I didn't even get through all the scare zones last year. I mean, we're going to we're going to do a, a celebration episode where we we get the gang back together and we reminisce about last year a little bit. Um, it went too fast. It just went yeah. too fast. No. Wasn't enough hours, no, and and the fact that we were up a long time those days as well yeah. because of the jet jet lag just doesn't go after four days, it's no. not long enough to get rid of it. So, we the first day we woke up what three o'clock, we were in Walmart by half past four, then the next day we went much later getting up and we were all up and, and ready to get to the park for the, the early hours even having time to stop on the way to get things. Um, so, yeah, you just, we, were, we were doing long hours and it still wasn't long enough. Yeah. Why does Nicolas Cage look like a fucking smackhead? <laughs> Probably because he was at that point. Oh, was he? He might have been, I don't know. Oh. You know his, you know his um, son is called Kal-El? Is he? Yeah, after Superman, Kal-El Cage. No way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he was definitely uh, gutted when that didn't happen. They were literally days away from shooting. And Warner Brothers went, we're not giving you the money. <sighs> it's a, a, that's a depressing ending to the episode as well, just in general. <laughs> Superman got cancelled. Nicholas Cage is a smackhead. 
Halloween, Halloween Horror Nights is cancelled. I can say it now. Yeah. Sad times, sad times. But we're going to continue. We're going to continue watching films. We're going to watch some classics. We're going to watch some modern. And we'll watch some of the rumoured films to be Halloween Horror Nights theatre. Yeah. And before too long, I'm sure the rumours will start again for next year. Yeah. Chins, chins up, everybody. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be back. It'll be back bigger than ever, I'm sure. We got it cancelled because of our poll that 10, yeah. ten people answered. <laughs> yeah. And the, the, the five of you that listened to us. Yeah. So. <sighs> right. Thank you for joining me. That's okay. I enjoyed that. It went a bit longer than I was expecting it to. They're always the best shows. Yeah. That's what we can talk about on the next episode now, when we hang up. (laughs) (laughs) We'll come up with something. Yeah. Right. New podcast. New podcast. (laughs) Theme Park Wars. Oh, God. (laughs) Right. Cue the music. Cue the fucking music, lovies. <laughs> Cue the fucking music. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.